Welcome to episode 353 of the Doctor Day, a Doctor Who podcast. My name is David, and I'm here with my wife, Ginger. Hello. Today we're going to talk about the final episode of Underworld. Yes, we see the ending of our last story where they are trying to um, hide themselves and be pushed into the, um, the area where the rock crusher is and then escape from there. And one of the slaves falls down while pushing the cart and he tips over the doctor and Lula hang in the opening above the crusher. Um, The other crew members jump out of their cart and then the guards are alerted and there's an alarm sounding and they start shooting. The, The crew have hopped out of their cart and they manage to fend off the guards' fire and rescue the Doctor and Leela so they get, they run off and then regroup before attacking the guards again. Um, we hear the guards radio in saying call for reinforcements that they're being attacked and it's hard to fight them off. The Doctor and Leela and Jackson have, I think, oh no, Idis has got, have gotten away and uh, down a side tunnel and they find a what looks like a vent in the wall it's like I wonder what that is well let's find out the servants of the oracle rather are um, talking to Herrick and um, um, torturing him some more questioning him some more Um, they hear the guards saying that they're being overwhelmed by the crew <clears throat> and then they talk and say well what if we just gave them what they wanted so they, they confer and then they decide and they ask Herrick that hey if we give you these race canisters that you want and set you free will you guys leave so says, you mean we can have them and says, sure so they tell this the guard to send word. Doctor and Lula um, creep out of the vent where they've been hiding. The overseers um, of the guards then go to the oracle and ask for the canisters from the oracle to say that, you know, we'll, maybe they will leave if we give them these canisters, these race canisters. And she, a, a panel opens and they rise from part of the, uh, the, the embankments around the center of the room and she gives them. And the doctor and Leela both wonder, why is she giving up? Why are they giving up without a fight? Jackson and the guards um, face off in the tunnels and the guards hold up their hands and says, no, we, we call for a truce. He says, if we give you these canisters, will you take what you want? Will you take these and leave? Because if you don't, we'll kill your crew member. And Jackson says, well, kill who? Herrick's already dead. It's like, no, he's not. Here he is. And he's holding the canisters. Like, the cat that swallowed the canary, grinning. And he walks towards them and goes back to his crewmen and says, Here they are. So they say, 
they all kind of just head off together saying the quest is over the doctor and Layla um, crawl out of the vent into a different room um, with Ibis um, and they're in the oracle room so the doctor questions about the canisters um, and she says well who are you to question me on like doubt my word and he says well I'm the one the minions call and my people are what they call the gods they're gods and she's so bluffs at him and they have this escalating conversation and uh, he calls her an overblown egotistical machine she says that she is the keeper of the canisters and says aha you don't you haven't given them the real ones so the doctor says well you may have the canisters but I have the key and does he have just a spear spike or something that he uses to pry is open the, one of the banks of the um, and opens another panel and there uh, takes the other canisters out and runs off with them. The oracle cries out, destroy him, destroy him. So they run off into the tunnels. The guards are watching the crew's progress um, going back to their ship and uh, they give orders to go ahead. Once you're clear of that, then collapse that tunnel. As the doctor and Leela and Itis go through, the tunnel collapses behind them and they are trapped in the tunnel now. So the doctor wonders, well, wonder what Jackson has if these are the real ones. So Jackson's aboard, aboard his ship with his crew and his canisters and they've been, um, their quest is over and he wants to leave. And Canine says, well, well, no, the fueling is not, com not complete. And it says, well, well, maybe we'll have enough. Let's prepare. It's like, no. <laughs> K9 says, the crew is incomplete. Or the ship's. Uh, Complement or something. I forget what he says. It's like pretty much that the doctor and Leela are not back. So, um, Jackson sends K9 to go find them and bring them back. The guards dispatch slaves to the tunnels to dig them out, to retrieve the canisters and uh, uh, dig them out of the tunnel. Crew are still prepping to leave on the R1C ship. K9 finds the doctor in the tunnels and blasts a hole through the cave-in to the doctor and Leela and Idis. The doctor uh, and the other two return to the ship, holding and saying, here, I have the canisters. And it says, well, well we have these. Well, the doctor takes them to K-9, and uh, K-9 examines the canisters that Jackson and his crew brought back, and his K-9 says that they are fission grenades um, about to detonate, or they've already been set to detonate. So the doctor says, oh, well, I guess we better get rid of them then. So he heads out of the ship with them. In back into the tunnels. 
Oracle is saying she wants his canisters back. He must find them and throw the throw the thieves, the miscreants, into the rock crusher after you get him. The overseers say that they have slaves digging out the tunnel to try to get to him. So the doctor comes upon these slaves and the guards that are trying to dig him out of the tunnel. And he says, do you know the way to the oracle? So the guards take the canisters from the doctor and uh, head off to the oracle. They leave the doctor with the slaves and two guards that are there. Meanwhile, Leela and Idis have followed the doctor out of the ship and are trying to locate him in the tunnels. They come across the doctor, shoot, Leela shoots the guard that has a weapon. The other guard does not have a weapon, so he just puts his hands up and lets them, you know, does not stand in the way. Uh, Idis then gathers the slaves together and tells them that they need to, uh, to come with him to escape to the stars. So the doctor and all the slaves are gathering together and preparing to go onto the ship. The doctor tells them to go quietly. Um, and then they're all crowded on board. And then Jackson comes, sees the doctor's there, and tries to, uh, before he sees the doctor's there, says that all these people have to get off the ship and start to throw them off. And the doctor says, no, 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 stay here. You, all of you get back on here. Um, the uh, Jackson says, well, with all these people, we don't have enough fuel and we won't have enough power to leave the planet. The doctor says, well, the planet's going to explode. Well, then we need to get all these people off here. No, the planet's going to explode. He says, well, we must protect our, our, the future of our race. And the doctor grabs Jackson and turns him around and shows him all the people. He says, this is your future. These are your people. The guards um, are watching the ship as it takes off. Cause the doctor's convinced Jackson to take off anyway. And they watch the ship clearing and one says to the other, Oh, soon they'll be blown to bits. Back in the Oracle room, the Oracle knows that the uh, canisters that were brought back to her are bombs. Um, she says something about she, how she's failed in her duty as the keeper and she deserves a destruction and um, one of the guards opens one of them and there's like flashing um, sticks of light in it and there's no way to defuse so the ship is bogging down as it as it exits um, the watery atmosphere of the forming planet um, but the doctor says oh don't worry about it just Jackson's just all those people, isn't it? So, no, don't. It's okay. The planet's blowing up. Right out the right out the blast. And so they see the planet disintegrate and blow. And then outside of the ship we see the the force of the cloud surrounding the explosion and they're just they are just riding it out, the force of it, pushing propelling them along outside of the danger zone they can get back to cruising 
speed and set their course for a million two to go home. The Duchess, oh, it's time for him to leave, says goodbye. They say goodbye all around and then they get back to the ship, to the TARDIS and Leela calls the doctor on the fact that he says goodbye to Jackson. He calls him Jason. And she doesn't understand. He says, well, here's the thing. He's just like another captain of a ship and went in search of a golden fleece and tells a little more of the story of Jason and the Argonaut. And uh, says, well, isn't that right, K-9? And he says, negative. The doctor goes off mad at K-9 for disagreeing with him. Uh, has his painting smock on and his hat on. He's got his paintbrushes out to go continue his redecoration of the TARDIS. And we end. It's over. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really difficult one to get through. And it... And the things in it were not... The story that we had wasn't really bad. It just wasn't enough of it. So I kind of wanted to like it. But there's just too much detracting from um, from my enjoyment of it. One, it was not enough story. Two, it was not enough set. Too mm. much CSO. And too much repetition of the CSO background. Yes. That's really what was that's, doing it for me. Yeah, that's really that what sequence. I meant. There was parts where they were stepping through the background that was covering their feet. Yep. And then behind it, and they had like block formations like over the characters, like they were hiding behind a rock or something. That's mm-hmm. just kind of wrong. And yeah, we didn't have, did we have any? Well, we had some repetitive scenes of the tunnels. Today? Uh, in this episode? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. But we didn't see that camera again. No, you're right. But in one of the worst sequences ever, they show the Doctor, Leela, and... Itis? I think it was Itis coming down the tunnel. They cut away for a second or two. Mm-hmm. They cut back and showed the same scene again. Coming of the, down the tunnel. Of them coming down to the tunnel and stopping. It was yeah. the stopping that really points out the fact that it's the same shot. Yeah. Because he stopped the first time and he stops again the second time in exactly the same place. It's just terrible. Yeah. A really obvious bit of film. Or reuse, anyway. Yeah. I didn't get that there were too many other scenes where they just drew them out without the, any dialogue. Not as many as there were in the last no, one. No, not as many. There were a couple. There were things still happening. So I didn't, maybe I didn't notice it as much. Right. Because there was still, there's something carrying on. And it was, on. the one I no, really noticed was still fairly short. Yeah. So it probably didn't even register. But, um, yeah, I, I wanted to, to, to like the story. It was... Not a bad idea, you know. It's kind of a kind of a retelling. Um, it was interesting in the beginning where they 
had uh, this link between the doctor's people, the Time Lords, and this race of people, and how they affected their um, uh, development mm -hmm. in good and bad ways. <laughs> um, and then to see this lost ship in after generations and generations to um, how they developed on their own were um, not unique concepts, but just something we haven't seen in Doctor Who so much. Mm -hmm. um, tales of how the, uh, the Time Lords had affected others. Right. And then to see some further effects of um, these people on their own, thought it could have been uh, a good telling, a good tale, but it just was. There just wasn't enough there. Let's see what else did this one. Um, <laughs> I made a note um, when they open the, the canister and the oracle knows that they're bombs and they open the canister and they, I said that they, the little like glowing sticks that were in there looked like light bright mm -hmm. pegs yeah. that were just stuck in there and then they kind of flash yeah. which didn't look bad it was a, it was a, a nice effect yeah I guess so the inner workings of this this type of a vision grenade or whatever they called it um, was it just a bunch of wires of some different colored flashing peg type lights? Right. But I thought that looked good. It wasn't completely obvious, and that they might not have been that at all, because they were some different lengths or they were different direction, not all just standing upright. Uh, so it wasn't quite as um, as distinctive as the bike reflectors from Robots of Death <laughs> that were not indicators but bike reflectors. Right. Um, so it wasn't that, you know, a slap in the face obvious that uh, they're light bright pegs. That just made me, that's just what they made me think of. Right. So. Um, what else did you have? Do you have something else? I really don't. I'm just sort of glad this one's over. Uh-huh. And I hate feeling that way about it. Yeah, me too. Like I said, I, I had better hopes for it on the first mm -hmm. episode, and they were quickly dashed in the second. <laughs> um, not a whole lot that, that helped revive it in the third, and... Um, we did have a little more progression in this one, but uh, not enough to make up for the other two. Um, did you catch more of how the, the Oracle had um, evolved? That would have been good to know. That would have been good story to, to relate. You think it was a ship's computer, maybe? Don't know. Some, wouldn't surprise me. Some type of ship system that um, 
became self-aware. Uh, self-aware. That's what I was trying to, I was, all I could think of was sentient. Yes. That could have been. I don't think it was particularly clear, was it? No. Would have had more interest to... Yeah, maybe. Well, that's hard to say. Mm -hmm. Would it have added more interest to the story? Or would it have been then telling us more about people we don't care about? It's a kind of a fine line. Yeah. Telling me too much stuff about the, telling me stuff about things about uh, the people that we're meeting in the story. It, you do run the risk of telling me more than I need to know or want to know, versus just telling me enough to keep me intrigued as to what's going to happen next and making me want to know more about these people and what their conflict is and how the doctor is going to help them and. Didn't feel that quite so much. Hmm. And for the ending, oh, not there yet. We can talk about that in a bit. Um, we can talk about it now. Okay. It's not like it's a cliffhanger to another, right? Another episode, another story, right? Um, we haven't actually had that happen for a while. Since second, third doctor, I think, did we have a ending of a story that is a cliffhanger that leads right into the next? Right. Um, but when the doctor is talking, explaining to Leela about this Jackson being Jason and just drawing these parallels, it, it's almost as if he's saying that what some people what are told later as myths have more of a basis in like facts of the universe maybe it didn't happen on their planet but it, the, the story is disseminated and made into mythology so like you know maybe the time lords had something to do with the development of the minions and in this quest, quest is the quest, mm. um, their influence and this story that, they, that the doctor has been in with Jackson and his crew was later disseminated into the story by the ancient Greeks of Jason and the Argonauts. You know, making a link between his other exploits on other planets mm -hmm. to relating right. to mythology on Earth. Yeah. I think that's certainly an implication of uh, not just this episode, but probably some others too. Mm -hmm. And some other science fiction. You know, some of mm -hmm. the original Star Trek episodes. Yep. I forget the name of the one. Where they Who mourns for Adonais? Adonai. Depending on who you who you hear pronounce it. Uh-huh. They run into a planet that has Greek architecture on it, and it turns yeah. out a former Greek god lives there. Kind of He's actually there. an alien, but... Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, and I saw part of that story with you. I thought that was kind of fun. There was one part of the story that I, I didn't quite, maybe I missed something about, was the doctor present? Because I don't think the doctor was present when the guards, the overseer guards came out with Herrick and to Jackson and his crew and saying, here, take what you want and leave. So how did the doctor know that they had them? Mm. Or was the doctor at the ship when they returned with them? I don't remember. So I don't remember seeing the doctor there when they when they brought Herrick out. But possibly he was. Um, I was trying to get that straight in my head. Maybe I missed something in my notes that, um, because later on he says, "Well, I wonder what Jackson has the canisters. If you know these are, you know, mm. not the right thing." Was the doctor goes, I thought right to. Oh, why can't I know what I missed? The doctor and Leela were um, listening in when they gave him the canisters, and she just mm. said, gave them to the. Yeah, if I didn't say that properly, I'm, I'm sorry. I misled myself. Um, they were uh, spying in, in those vents that they went into. In, outside of the oracle room, I believe, mm, when the oracle okay. gave them, so here, you know, yes, you want the canisters? Here, take these. <laughs> and that's when they asked, you know, well, why are they giving up without a fight? Why are they giving the canisters without fighting for them? Why are they just doing this? So then he knew that they were going to give them to Jackson. So. Okay. There was another part, though, where Leela makes some comment to um, Jackson when they are talking about this plan that they want to uh, to do to sneak in under a cover of something else, you know, into the, the rock crusher area to get back into the oracle room. And uh, doctor says something about the plan. Well, it worked for Ulysses. And Jackson says, who? And she says, Ulysses. Like, you know, come on. Um, but and then later on, the doctor at the ending right. talked about, had to explain to her about Jackson and Jason and Golden Fleece and all that stuff. So maybe they had started Greek studies. I don't know. <laughs> but So why would she already know about that part? Yeah, yeah that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, they, I think they try to explain it at a certain point, but I don't, I don't think they did a good job of it in the uh, information track. Oh, I don't think they really tried to explain it. Or they mention it. They mention it there, but I don't think they tried to explain it. I don't think you can explain it. No, I mean, there's continuity error. Yeah. It's the only explanation. And I I made a note that they... um, Seems like they tried to bring in a couple little touches of other ancient cultures in a way because they have the, you know, of course, the Greeks retelling. Um, but the two overlords, overseers, mm-hmm. who go between the oracle and the servants of the oracle, 
and the guards um, are called Ankh after the Egyptian um, symbol mm-hmm. and Lak yes L-A-K-H which they said is derived from a term that they have seen in Sanskrit writings so they've got like the um, ancient Egyptian culture ancient Greek culture and ancient Indian culture <laughs> kind of thrown in yeah <laughs> to round out the uh, the ancient Asian world I guess uh, do we have any ancient um, Chinese Kefiri of any kind I don't think so just look at the ancient Middle Eastern cultures I guess not just Eastern yeah I can't think of any hmm. it's really a non-issue non-incident I just noticed they mentioned it oh yeah I only caught the the name of Locke I didn't that but unless you see it spelled out you wouldn't necessarily know no and I didn't uh, yeah it was only from the information track that I caught either of those um, their spellings in particular yeah anything else yeah I just want to be done with this okay. episode. This stupid story. <laughs> you? No, I don't think anything else. It's obvious I don't like it. Yeah. I get the feeling you didn't care for it as much. No. Either. No. Like I said, I wanted to because I, I liked the ideas we saw in the first one. And we saw a couple of interesting ideas in this last one, but the middle was just, they made it really difficult to get through. And not just because we have one more story before the heat of time. <laughs> it was just difficult on its own. Yeah. <laughs> if I remember correctly, the next one is much better. Okay. That one is The Invasion of Time with a return to Gallifrey. And it was a second, well, really a third, I guess. Not sure. For? Well, I guess, didn't the, did the Time Lords take the second doctor to Gallifrey? Or did they just arrive? I think they took him back. Uh, the impression I've always gotten is that he was taken to Gallifrey for trial. So, and then forced to, to yep. into his regeneration. Because um, I can imagine they do something like that on the other planet where they where he called them to. Right. So so that was one. Yep. Three and doctors. Then, oh, sorry. Did, is that, did they go to Gallifrey? Oh, right. We, we see, we meet the other Time Lords. Sorry about that. I always forget the, the special three doctors. And then there was the... Deadly Assassin. Mm-hmm. And that was one. That would be four. There aren't really that many, are there? Many more, are there? Uh, there are a couple coming up. But it'll be a little bit before we get to them. Okay. Because I don't remember all that many. Trial of the Time Lord in particular. Mm-hmm. The whole season is spent on Gallifrey, really. Oh, true. I know. If, effectively. Makes up for the lack of <laughs> them... 
as they were sprinkled across the other doctors, really, I guess. Yeah. Let's see, we haven't seen the master since the deadly assassin either, have we? Correct. Just thinking, things to look forward to. Yeah. Other than the cubie time. <laughs> I know you're only looking forward to the cubie time. <laughs> really? No, I would never. I, I think everybody knows that. that. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's what we will talk about tomorrow is the Invasion of Time Part 1. So join us then, and thank you for listening.